Welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast. I'm Arthur Thomas, an associate editor at BizTimes Milwaukee. On this episode, we have George Bureau from uh, WMEP Manufacturing Solutions. Uh, George is the VP of consulting there, and he's here to talk to us about some work the organization has done surveying manufacturers on how they're responding to coronavirus. George, we could maybe you know start with where manufacturing was at before coronavirus hit and, and why you guys felt it was important to you know, do some surveying of, of the industry. Well, thank you, Arthur. And again, thank you for the opportunity uh, to speak uh, with regard to Wisconsin manufacturing. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to believe that it was only mid-March uh, when we look back at, the, you know, at that time, the manufacturing uh, sector was uh, uh, still pretty hot. I mean, it, it cooled somewhat over the last nine months, but still was a good, very good shape. Uh, a lot of people were very full, uh, had trouble getting a product out the door. And as uh, cases of COVID-19 started to become very real and started to spike from uh, late March on, uh, particularly into early May, we saw a substantial cool off uh, of, the, of that sector. And, you know, from the perspective of why we decided to, to uh, do a pulse survey, Arthur, um, we looked at it and said, we need to under, really understand uh, where manufacturing is so we can help meet them there and most importantly, help get them to where they want to go, which is, you know, the COVID crisis was one thing in itself, but the reality is what's caused them the most consternation right now is the, the economic crisis that really helped precipitate, that fell right behind it, and really now has started to overshadow it in many ways. And so again, we looked at this to understand where are manufacturers, what actions have they taken, uh, what situation are they in, uh, what are they working on today, and most importantly, what's keeping them up at night? And that's really what led to our poll surveys. So you've done you know, two surveys, I think 146 respondents the first time, 116 uh, the mm-hmm. second time, uh, kind of over a two-month period or so. Uh, what are your general impressions of how manufacturing is doing, uh, I guess, kind of both overall and, and relative to maybe some other sectors? So from, from an overall perspective, I think, you know, compliments to Wisconsin manufacturing uh, moving very proactively uh, in light of the crisis, you know, and like uh, um, um, us in, in our roles and the organizations we work at, this one has had a unique set of challenges, particularly the unknowns associated with it. You know, we haven't had, you know, a societal pandemic-driven shutdown, you know, since the early 1900s, so to speak. And you know, to see we saw uh, some pretty aggressive action taken by manufacturing early in this case. Uh, uh, but also in keeping an eye on the longer term, you know, recognizing that what we're going through to, today, albeit how painful it is for some, will pass, and that we have to think about what the future brings. Now, with that said, um, you know, one thing we're blessed from the perspective of manufacturing is that many of our manufacturers were deemed essential businesses, uh, so they were able to continue to operate uh, through this, even even though uh, a number of them got support from a federal support perspective. Um, but again, many of them were able to operate. So again, when we compare and contrast manufacturing in the state, let's say the service industries, we're very, very blessed to be in the situation we are. Because again, having a viable business, we can rebound faster uh, than let's say the service industry or a restaurant who's been shut down cold for you know seven, eight weeks at a time. 
So as we look at, you know, manufacturing um, employment was down about 8% in mm -hmm. April jobs report. And you know, that was actually less than the state as a whole, but I mean, it's still a huge number, 8% in a month. Um, but the surveys you guys have done have kind of found, you know, some evidence of manufacturers trying to hold on to as many workers as they can. Do you have a sense of, you know, maybe why that is and kind of maybe how that compared to, to prior downturns? Certainly. Well, first of all, 8% is a huge number. Why it is, uh, again, from the perspective of doing everything we can to hold on to the labor we have and to take cost of other areas is, you know, right now we, we focus and concentrate on this economic downturn and the COVID-19 that kind of kind of precipitated it. But again, this is in uh, a blip in a long-term trend. And that long-term trend really is driven, Arthur, from the perspective of what's going on demographically. And manufacturers, uh, particularly into late last year, everyone would attest, I can't even find people, much less skilled, skilled workers. And when I find somebody, I don't want to lose them. And so again, uh, we see happening is once the economy starts to recover, that that issue, we will return to having that issue. And so again, what we see is manufacturers uh, have been reluctant, whether it be furloughs, layoffs, or even reduced working hours, they want to do everything they can to keep the, the people they need for the future in place. Because those that are well-prepared uh, and will do the best have a stable workforce behind them when they come out of this. It's that strategic to them. So that's what we really see driving from a workforce perspective uh, is now and particularly going forward. And it seems that, I mean, so much effort has gone into uh, building manufacturing up as a career option mm -hmm. for people um, that kind of pulling the layoff lever, pulling the, the furlough lever, you know, as a first thing would kind of undercut some of that that work that's been done to demonstrate that this is a career option for people that the industry has done over the last you know, decade plus. Well, and I think manufacturing has done so much to improve the image that you can have a career in manufacturing. And it's not about being in dirty, dingy environments anymore. And I think again, coming back into, um, you know, taking those actions now uh, uh, to, to send a strong message to your people that you are very, very important to us. You know, we can replace machines. We can get, we can do, we can uh, reinvest in, in uh, other costs. But what we last thing we want to do is put good people on the street because we can't find them again. And again, the companies that really figure this out and find a way to navigate this 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 issue and keep their people happy as employed as they can will come out stronger. Why? Because their people will go to the wall for them. And again, I think Mark Cuban even mentioned that in an interview that this. The, re the response we as, as a company is given in this environment sends a very strong message to our employee brand for the next five years or so. People will talk about it. And I see a lot of good things being done by manufacturers to say we really care about people. The, the survey also, this most recent one, found you know, some signs of, of recovery, but they mm -hmm. were kind of you know, concentrated in the larger manufacturers. I guess what what might be driving that, and is there any you know reason we should be kind of worried about some of our small to medium sized manufacturers? Sure, sure. Behind. Well, and we and again, as you noted, we did see particularly two hundred fifty uh, employees and above. We did see uh, at least you know it was a material change. In other words, they're recovering faster. Um, we don't know the specifics behind it. Um, our hunch is that smaller are going to lag. Now, the other thing that um, when you combine this with the length of the recovery, 
the the concern we have would have with this, particularly for the smallest, is do they have the fair financial wherewithal to uh, to kind of bridge that chasm, you know, to come out on the other side of it. And again, if you look at um, from an MEP perspective across the country, you know, one of the things that we look at, particularly for the small to midsize, is is how can we help them navigate and get across this divide so that when the economy starts to to uh, recover, and we're seeing some early hints of it. In fact, the jobs report came out today on on a national perspective uh, that showed you know less or actually more people reemployed than expected. But again, um, why that is, we're not quite sure. We think coming back to the way supply chains work, that again, uh, some of the bigger companies deal with bigger OEMs and they have very refined supply chains, not much inventory slack. And so when they start to turn it on, it comes faster. And we think it's going to take a little while for the smaller to mid-sized guys to catch up. Uh, we're very hopeful, but we realize there can be some attrition. And hopefully we as a state can keep that to a minimum. The the rebound that we're seeing, what um what seems to be driving that? Is it is it doesn't seem like it maybe, you know, restaurants obviously lifting the state um stay at home order. Sure, uh, sure. Helps them. But manufacturers, you know, like you said, most of them were were essential. They could keep operating. So what's driving some of the rebound? Well, I think the the rebound is the general the the first primary mover. Arthur's going to be the overall lift that we're seeing in a national perspective. As more states have, have lifted COVID restrictions, more people are going back to work. Um, you know, we're starting to see a general uplift, basically in the water level. That's uh, and we see it because we see some evidence of some strengthening uh, order backlogs. So that's really what what the driver is for it. Uh, so it's more on a national basis. The other thing that makes us very different and why we see some spottiness across manufacturers is it really depends on what markets a given manufacturer serves. And again, it's not so much what they make, it's where they sell it into. So for example, we know of manufacturers that are focused 100% on making parts that go into aircraft uh, uh, modifications. That's a very difficult industry to be in right now. Uh, we might see ones that make parts, let's say food service equipment that goes into restaurants. That would be a very difficult sector. So it really is also um, not only what they make, but what markets they serve and, and sell into. Some of those are hotter. So a company that's more diversified will be better at this stage. And particularly ones, companies that are in sectors that are a little bit more resilient to an economic downturn also will fare better. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of actions should uh, manufacturers be taking right now? Um, maybe they've survived kind of this initial, you know, uh, shock that, that sure. coronavirus brought. And what, you know, to come out stronger on the other side, what, if I'm a manufacturer, what, what do I need to be doing now to be stronger a year from now? Well, and, it, 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 and I don't mean to say it depends. First, let's understand where we are. And, and as I say, understand where we are. One is, you know, what is my cash position? Because that's obviously a concern we see increasingly in our, in our survey results. Do I, have some, do I have some money for a rainy day fund still there? And, and is my business generating some profit? So that's by far is number one, why that's the engine that keeps me viable. So that number one is pay attention to that. Wherever there's discretionary spending that really isn't strategic, that you really don't need right now, defer it and push it back. So in other words, make sure you're, you have it on a sound financial footing, because again, what we don't know is, are, is this one shock and done? You know, some people have talked about a rebound or, or a, a return of COVID in, 
in fall and winter and, and some more difficult times ahead. No one knows for sure. But again, we certainly would advise make sure you're strong, you know, strong uh, balance sheet financially. But then I think the next step is it's a little like uh, race car driving. We're coming into the turn is to really understand where you make money, get your company so you're prepared, you diversify so that, again, you can expand and move to the market faster when it starts to heat up again, which really means this is a time to get stuff fixed, get internal processes in place, better know your customers, where growth is going to come from, you know, diversify your business, things along those lines, which are really fundamentals, which becomes back to blocking and tackling for business. Mm -hmm. Really like that race car analogy, kind of setting mm -hmm. your line into the corner, right? So that you can exit it. And that's exactly what we want to, we want to do because again, we know it's going to come, you know, the, the consensus guess right now is six months out. If I look at the averages, maybe delayed a little further from what we thought five weeks ago. But again, the consensus says six months out. And again, this is the time to put those things in place. If you can get it, you know, if you gain one or two percent of margin improvement, that's going to compound in a very good way when you're when your top line starts to strengthen. Sounds good. Uh, mm -hmm. WMEP is doing a, a third survey later this year, right? Uh, Correct. How can, how can manufacturers be involved in that? Well, the, the uh, manufacturers, we, we, we send an invite out uh, through partners such as yourself. Uh, this this uh, survey is coming up in later July. Uh, and again, um, the whole whole concept is here is uh, July 7th through 13th. So we'll have the fourth behind us. We extended this a little bit because, again, we wanted to get a sense of where the bottom was. And uh, if, we're, if we're lucky as a group, or we'd be close to seeing that because we see some indicators of uptick. But again, that survey opens from the 7th through 13th of July, and we'll have another report out, the third report out, coming up on July 22nd. So that's when the third economic uh, COVID-19 pulse survey will be coming up. All righty. Sounds mm -hmm. good. Well, I think that'll cover it for us today, George. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Absolutely, Arthur. I much appreciate it. And again, we're all pulling for Wisconsin manufacturing. This is Dan Meyer with BizTimes Media. You've been listening to the BizTimes MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, BizTimes Milwaukee.